Alright bro, I am three days in Dubai. <clears throat> Even on the first day that we got here, me, Sam, and my girl, we were, we were literally just looking around at these massive skyscrapers. And you've probably seen pictures of these like big buildings before. You've probably seen pictures of Dubai, but you've not had this exact thought that we've been having recently that this is what a city is supposed to be like. There's not one single piece of rubbish on the floor, bro, I promise you. Not one single piece of rubbish we've seen. You know, there was one piece of rubbish. Guess what? Guess what it was? I accidentally dropped like a receipt or something. I picked back up. I'm like picking it up quick. Like I'm not being the only one who's going to drop rubbish here. No rubbish on the floor at all. Not one single piece of graffiti. Do you know in, in UK cities, there's just fucking ugly ass like drawings, like spray paints, like like all these youths have done. It just there's they sometimes where they actually look nice, where you know someone's done like a full drawing of something and it looks like a, a whole like piece of art in a sense sometimes you can see that but oftentimes the graffiti in the uk I, I think it just looks so disgusting like people have just wrote their name on a building and then it, it never gets cleaned here i've not seen one single piece of graffiti no litter no graffiti no arguments i've not seen one single drunk person so far everyone who i've seen so far has been like so respectful Every single like service person that you know I've worked with, who you know an Uber driver dropping us somewhere, or the um, delivery drivers who come and drop your food, so like polite, hey go sir, madam. The guys that I've actually spoke to, like the ones who who live here, who do business here. When I came here at the you know the start of this year, I had such a negative perception of it because I came in. I don't know why. Like I came in with this broke boy mindset. So it was the start of this year. I think I had like two hundred k subs, and Iman flew me out here. I came with this thing of like, oh yeah, like these guys are all shallow. Like they don't know about purpose or leadership. Like all they care about is money. And at the time, like I didn't care about money at all. Like because I'm pretty sure we only have like one employee as well. So it's like I didn't need to think about money. I wasn't even thinking about like scaling up or anything. So I came and I had a negative view of the people who I met here because I'd meet someone, then ask me, you know, what my business is and everything. And I'd tell them, okay, this is what I do. This is what, what I sell and everything. And all these guys, like almost instantly, the few people that I spoke to, thank you, baby, at the start of the year, they just, three days in Dubai, what's our perception, baby? I like it a lot. <laughs> Why do you always do this? The weather's so good. It's so pretty and everyone seems really nice. Yeah. It's such a beautiful place. It's so different to London. Like literally, I feel like it's so different to London. Why is it different to London? <laughs> I mean, like literally everything about it is different. It's not grey. Yeah. It's clean. It's safe. Yeah. People actually seem happy, which is like um, that's a surprise. Yeah. So baby just said that people seem happy here, and I thought it'd be the opposite way around. I thought people would seem like proper like depressed and like um, you know fully focused on money. Yeah. Oh, go make money and stuff. Well, everyone seems happier here than they do in the UK, I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> Look at the weather, man. We're literally in the desert right now. There's not a single cloud in the sky. I'm pretty sure it doesn't even rain here. Perfect temperature, like I'm outside shirtless right now. And I'm not sweaty, but I'm not cold. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's just warm enough. It's like that perfect kind of room temperature where you don't even think about the temperature. And when the sun comes round, cause it's only, it's early right now, it's like 9 a.m. When the sun comes round and starts shining onto me, like we have this balcony that literally faces the sun for most of the day. It's fucking beautiful, bro. When it shines directly on us, it gets like hot, but not like disgustingly hot. In the UK, like one of the worst things about the UK, honestly, is the weather that when, um, when it's the winter and stuff, you probably know about the UK weather. It's just raining and really depressing. But then when it gets to summertime and the sun's actually out in the UK finally, 
in my opinion, like it's still not even nice. Like I think I'm, I'm one of the very few people who, who very much hate the British summertime because it just gets like uncomfortably hot. There's no air conditioning. I'm just like, you know, complaining about shit now, but there's no air conditioning. So it just gets like very, very like hotter than it is here. But the thing is here, we're in the desert and we have air conditioning in every building. But in um, in the UK, there's no air conditioning. So like when it gets hot, you're like actually like uncomfortably hot. And that was like very problematic for me. It used to mess up my sleep and everything. So that's why it's quite significant to me. But honestly, the biggest thing, as soon as we got here, it, w it was more of like the, the architecture. And I don't even think I've ever said that word before. The architecture, like, you know, like the buildings and stuff. I'll show you. Like all these buildings. Because I've just, I don't see buildings like this in the UK. Now, of course, there's like, you know, big apartment buildings and there's um, big financial offices and stuff. But everything is like so cleanly set. Like, you can guarantee that in this image right now, there's not one single piece of rubbish on the floor. That, in my opinion, is, is how a city should be run. And a lot of people, like someone said this yesterday when we were talking about UK, like me and Sam were in the UFC gym, talking to someone in the sauna. And he was from the UK as well. And I said to him, like, a lot of people say that the UK has, like, a certain style, like, a culture that's really nice. And, like, you're, oh, but, but, the, but the UK's culture of, like, grotty, dirty buildings and, and graffiti and rubbish, that, that's, that's so unique. That's niche. That's, that's a culture. Like, <coughs> what kind of culture is that, bro? If a city is rich, like most UK cities are, like Dubai is, in my opinion, it should be so well kept like this city is. Like, you, you know that the leaders of this city are actually doing a fantastic job. I'm impressed, man. My my perception of Dubai was very different at the start of this year when I was a lot more negative towards money. <clears throat> and then I read a fantastic book on leadership, which is called Good to Great by Jim Collins. I read this book and it said to embrace the, what's the word? Embrace the, the beauty or you know, a certain good word. Uh, embrace the X, embrace the beauty of and on the word and normal just and it said embrace the beauty of and and destroy the tyranny of or what it was saying was stop having this mindset that you can only have either or so i put previously had like this limited belief so now i'm just like speaking to like business owners and like if you're a youtuber you might be interested in this i had a previous belief let me go inside so you can hear me because this, this is some like gem of value bro i had this previous belief that i could only have one thing either positive purposeful growth or profits i had this thing that i could only have or either or i could have you know the purpose or profits and this book showed that the best leaders the level five leaders of the greatest companies that they evaluated for like you know this big research they evaluated that the best leaders pursued and they wanted purposeful growth and profits and just suddenly something clicked and i was like oh yeah like if you're an ambitious man like why wouldn't you go for both I had this limiting belief that I could only have one. And so you, hopefully you know that like I only chose purpose. I only chose growth. I never once sold out. I've never once taken any like stupid ass sponsor like the majority of YouTubers have. I've never once tried to sell you a fucking VPN, um, crypto dump and pump or whatever the fuck people say. Uh, do you know like the, the shitty sponsors you see people in my, my space? So start talking about like... Um, which ones do they even talk? Bro, I don't think anyone watches those YouTubers anymore. <laughs> Since I came in and fucking dominated the space, because before that one, it was just a joke, bro. All the self-improving YouTubers, like doing um, shout outs for Manscaped, like use it, like trying to sell their, their followers, like you guys, products that they didn't use themselves. 
I've never once tried to sell you a product that I didn't use myself. I've never once done a, a sponsor. The one sponsor that I did take was literally for a company that makes summaries of self-improvement books. And I used it myself. So it was like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's, like I was literally in the gym using it. Get an email from them. Like, yeah, fuck it. Like if they're going to pay me to mention it, which I'm already mentioning it. So that's that short form. And I, the thing is, you probably didn't even know what company that was because how, how many times have I put that in your face? Like, yeah, yeah, this video is sponsored by short form. And here's a one and a half minutes, like fucking bullshit, like uh, explanation. No, I'll tell you, oh, yeah, if you want to read the book, there's a short form. Limit. You can go and see the sales page yourself if you want. I'm not going to like hard sell you some shit. <laughs> yeah, man. So this book explained to me that you could pursue both. And that just, that really meant a lot to me, man, because so far, I really hope like my loyal followers know this, but so far, man, I really, really pushed off making profits, especially like, you know, we, we still have wanted to make income so that we can pay our team because our team's quite big and I pay my, my team very well. I'm always hiring, by the way, so not in this video, I'll probably forget to do that, but in the videos of my main channel, if you want a job, go look at like the, the description of any of the recent videos and there's a link in the description. If you've got valuable skills that you think would actually provide like good value to us, then we'll hire you. If you don't have skills, keep working on your self-improvement, eventually develop the skills and then come in uh, send an application in. I'm literally always hiring, man. I'm, I like. I, I want to give opportunities to like young guys because the stories that I've heard of the guys that I've hired who literally only could work in shitty grocery stores and Uber Eats and everything. That, that warms my heart to think like I'm the guy who's given opportunities now because I didn't have this shit, bro. I worked in a factory. I worked in a, a reception, a, a complaints department, in a call center. I worked in shitty jobs. And when I think back to like being 19, 18. You know, I could do video editing. I had some skills. If someone hired me and paid me pretty well to be part of a team like this, that would have literally changed the, the trajectory of my life. Now, of course, like, I'm happy with where I am, but you get what I mean, right? Yeah, man. Beautiful city, bro. My perception of it is so positive now. It's so insane how much of a flip I've done. Before, when I came here, literally, it was just... It wasn't, like, hateful, but it was pretty negative because I had this perception. Oh yeah, it, it, it's like, oh, it's so shallow. Like, oh yeah, everyone here is just shallow. All they care about is money. And I'm just thinking now that I've become more successful myself, it's like, where else would you go? Literally, where else would you, like once you've made money and you don't want to stay in like your, your home country, like UK, well, well, you go to Dubai. That's, and then when I realized, oh yeah, like I'm considering now, I want 0% tax. I want a warm, safe country. I want a country where my girl can go to the gym and I'm not worried that she's going to get like hurt on the way there. In London, she went for a walk a day, like in this particular street, which I could see from the apartment, a day before we saw someone get violently robbed there at the same time. And it got dark at like four, it gets dark at like 4 p.m. On, in UK. And it doesn't even feel safe, like for your, your like partner, for your sister, for your, like, you know, the people you care about to even step foot outside of the house when all you're hearing about is these like stabbings. And I thought that stuff was overplayed. I thought, you know all the negative news of like stabbings and all this like crime gang crime and stuff was overplayed and seeing it with my own eyes after only being in london for like a month or so, a month and a half that fucked me up man i've got um in the next video i'll post on this channel i've got my aura stats you know i usually wear a ring don't i it's just charging right now but this is it's relevant to this video actually but i'll just mention it so I usually wear a ring that I've mentioned to you. It's like a black ring that I wear. It's called an aura ring. It's like $300 and it tracks like your health stats. And bro, in the next video on this channel, I'm going to show you what happened to my health stats when I moved to London. And particularly after I saw like some guy getting robbed literally 10 meters away from our apartment by like two little dirty little crackheads robbing him for his food, literally for his food, bro. 
and you literally bro when i show you this the screenshots of the app that i have that shows my heart rate my hrv and all this stuff right you'll literally think like what the fuck nah hamza's gotta be faking this you literally just see all the worst like the bad stats just shoot straight up like my heart rate just goes up i'm anxious as fuck my hrv dips down Mum, I've literally got real data to show that it's not even healthy, at least for me, to live in a city like London. It doesn't feel safe. Here, I, I feel I've not had a single anxious thought. I could go for a walk with an expensive watch on my wrist. I've not bought this, by the way. This was a gift from me, Mum. But I could go for a walk with an expensive watch on my wrist. And I know that it'd be fine. Even at nighttime, I know that it would be fine. Iman said the story as well. Like he had a more expensive watch than this. Like I forgot which one it was, but he likes his watches, so it's probably like tens of thousands. And right on this beach here, me and Iman live, live close together, right? So right on this beach, beach here, he left it on his seat to go into the, the ocean, knowing that when he comes back, it's still there. In, in this city, you can literally leave something worth tens of thousands right there in public. And the only reason it would be gone is because someone's seen it and given it into like some kind of local authority so that it can find you. That's it. No, like, like it's so, it's so interesting to see that no one here is a thief. There's people here who don't make that much money either. A lot of like the laborers who are from Pakistan and India, like they don't make much. This, this would be their yearly income. They don't make that much. But the city's just set up this, this beautiful system where it's just so entirely like safe. I'm, I'm really trying to investigate how they've done that. And I think a big part of it would be because of Islam. Like it's a very religious city. You hear the prayers, uh, the prayers going off from the local mosque five times a day, which is, it, that's a very, I, I almost got like shivers the first time I heard it. And I was looking out on the balcony. I was like, it's such a different experience. And that it feels so beautiful to hear like a prayer being, being um, like broadcasted out loud. Like the, the city, the people here are so religious that they want to hear it literally just throughout their days. And in the UK and in, in the West in America, we have rappers who are twerking on like fictions of the devil. We have singers talking about Jesus Christ doing drugs. And that's fine. They're celebrated. They're worshipped by the, de the degenerate godless West. And yeah, that's that. That's a whole separate video. I've got a video about that soon on the main channel. But like, I, th I think I don't think it's safe to stay in the West anymore. Even if you stay in like a safe part of the West, if you go to like a, a countryside or whatever, I don't think that part of the world is safe anymore. I think big chaotic shit is going to happen. I think like I'm not trying to oh you know World War Three, but like pretty much yeah, World War Three will start within a few years. Like I'm I'm fairly sure of it. I've been like really autistically like piecing things together and i'm just you know one guy who wears a bathroom for a video so you know i could be totally wrong but when you see that pattern of hard times create strong men and you see what's happening to the west you see how hard they're getting subverted you see the message that's being implanted to, to people you'll start to realize that subversion destroys entire parts of the world and it seems like every single person in the west is just blindly, it's just blind to the subversion that's happening. Just Google the word subversion and go into like that sort of that rabbit hole and you'll be, you'll literally get anxious about this. They're all, they all kind of know some scary shit's about to happen. They know the country's getting weaker, but they're too busy twerking in like fucking pride festival. And I'm not trying to be like fucking homophobic or anything, but like that's bro, you see that like the London police, there's videos of the London police twerking at Pride Festival and there's stabbings on the same day. If there's one sentence that describes the UK, I will say that again. There's videos of the London police twerking at Pride Festival and there was stabbings on the same day. 
If there's one sentence that describes UK or just the West in general, it's that. Beautiful city, bro. Beautiful. 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 And the restaurants here as well are tang, mate. Literally every restaurant has, um, when you go onto you know, the apps like Deliveroo in, in, in the UK, in uh, Dubai, they've got Kareem. When you search on the app there, what you see is like so many healthy restaurants and they've literally got, this is, this means a lot to me, bro. They've literally got the macros of every meal that you get. Even when you add on, like, you know, you want a preset meal, but you want to add something on like sauce or, or an extra side or something. They literally calculate the macros for you. That it's been pretty good the last few days, isn't it, baby? Mm -hmm. In the UK, we're just eating shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jeffries. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Dubia Zinda Zindabad. <laughs>